Hey, are you a high achiever who struggles with perfectionism? Do you get stuck in the cycle of overthinking? Do you do everything for everyone else because you think otherwise it won't get done? Do you feel like you should come with a disclaimer? Hi, I'm anxious. (laughs) Hey, I'm Katie. Full disclosure, I'm not a therapist, doctor, or mental health professional. I'm just a career mama who also struggles with anxiety. For me, anxiety reared its head at the most inconvenient times, when I wanted to be present with my family, at those high-pressure business meetings, when I was laying in bed awake at night worrying instead of sleeping. I just wanted to relax and be able to have fun, and I know that you do too. What if you found tools to manage your anxiety? What if you knew how to enjoy life even though you are anxious? Look, it's time to put down that third cup of coffee and swap it for some lemon water. We're going to get control over anxiety so it can stop controlling you. Let's go, girl. Well, hello, my friend. How are you? If you are listening to this podcast at the time that it airs, it is springtime. And I say springtime using air quotes in North Dakota, where I live. And it is still wintry, and I'm just ready, so ready for it to not be wintry anymore. I'm ready for spring. Anyway, do you have anxiety around sleep, my friend? I have talked with so many women who describe worrying about being able to fall asleep when they go to bed, or they worry that they will fall asleep initially, but if they wake up during the night, then they worry about being able to fall back asleep. Anxiety can be exacerbated by a lack of sleep, and it can be just a vicious cycle. And my guess is if you're a high achiever with anxiety, this might be something that you've struggled with too. Now, I personally have struggled with the form of sleep anxiety where I can fall asleep fine at first, but once I wake up during the night, it's all over. I start thinking about work. I start thinking about my to-do list. I start thinking about all the things that I can't control in the middle of the night as I'm lying in my bed. And then I overthink, my mind races and worries, and I struggle to fall back asleep if I fall back asleep at all. And we all know how important sleep is to our overall health and well-being. If we aren't sleeping, then everything is just harder. I personally make sleep a major priority. In fact, it's kind of funny. My husband and I were having a discussion this week about um, bedtime and doing the dishes and getting ready for bed and frustrations around that kind of thing when you are busy working parents with little children. And he was frustrated with some of the things I was doing or not doing. And it was all because I prioritize my schedule, time, etc. at nighttime to try to optimize sleep for everybody, get the kids to sleep, get myself to sleep, try to capitalize on that time when the littlest is getting his probably longest and best um, stretch of sleep for the night. So sleep is a priority for me is what I'm trying to say here. And if it's not for you, I think you need to make it a priority because it's just so foundationally important to, again, our overall health and well-being. So today I'd like to share with you a couple of tools that I've successfully used to help me fall asleep or fall back asleep at night if I've woken up during the night. And these tools could be easily used for either, either either that initial falling asleep at bedtime or if you wake up and need to go back to sleep during the night. Now, one simple tool is just belly breathing. Now, this is so funny to me that breathing shouldn't be that hard, but I didn't know how to belly breathe and I didn't learn 
until fairly recently, I was doing postpartum physical therapy and the exercises at first all centered around different types of belly breathing. And I just didn't get it at first. I had to go to a couple of sessions with my PT to learn how to belly breathe. I was chest breathing before. So it's something that something that it should be so simple. It was really difficult at first. After I got the hang of it, I found it to be a way that I could relax and calm myself. And it works well at nighttime too. If you aren't familiar with it, try lying on your back and putting a hand on your belly. And when you breathe in, you want to feel your belly rise. When you breathe out, you want to feel it fall. Try practicing it during the day so that when you want to get into a a state where you're ready for sleep, you know how to do it. And the second tool is to listen to something calming. I personally like to listen to yoga nidra meditations or a bedtime podcast. There are lots of options available for free for both. Insight Timer is a free app that has a lot of really great free yoga nidra sessions. I'll link to it in the show notes. And for bedtime podcasts, I've listened to some good ones, but my absolute favorite is called Nothing Much Happens. Catherine Nikolai writes and tells these really delightful stories that are just enough to pull your mind away from whatever you might be overthinking about, but not so exciting that you aren't able to fall asleep. Her calm and soothing voice will will tell the same story two times in a row, and the second time she goes slower. I've usually fallen asleep before she finishes the first round of the story, and if I wake up during the night and struggle to fall back asleep, and I'm thinking and I'm worrying, I turn the story back on to help me get back to sleep. I'll link to where you can find out more about Catherine and her podcast in the show notes as well. That's all for today, sweet friend. I know this was really short, but I just think it is so critically important for you to be prioritizing and getting good sleep for yourself. I hope that if you struggle with sleeping, you'll try one or both of these tools to help you get back to sleep, either the belly breathing or some kind of meditation or um, fall asleep podcast at bedtime. Knowing that I have these tools and can access them whenever I want to, and I've used them successfully as well, helps me to feel less anxiety around getting myself the sleep that I need, and I hope that they might help you do the same. And before you go today, friend, I want you to know that right now I'm offering to help create a custom calm bedtime routine just for you. If you're struggling to sleep, perhaps part of the solution is a routine to prepare you for sleep. If this is something you're interested in and would like help with, you can book a calm bedtime call with me. The link to book a call is in the show notes. I'd love to meet you and help you create your own calm bedtime routine to help you get the rest that you need. Thanks for being here today, sweet friend. I look forward to talking with you next week. Hey friend, thanks for being here. Did today's episode help you feel more in control of your anxiety? Did it inspire you to rest or relax? Or maybe it challenged you to really look at why anxiety is a part of your life. If so, I'd love to hear from you. If you would take 30 seconds, pause this episode, scroll down in Apple Podcasts, and leave me a review, I would be so grateful. See you next week. Disclaimer, I am not a medical professional and this podcast is not providing therapy or medical treatment. Contents of the podcast are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. 
Always consult your healthcare provider with your health questions and concerns.